going to start this episode off by quoting something John Moran said last season on Steph Curry. Definitely my fave matchup by far. And that's what I'm getting out of this Golden State Warriors versus Memphis Grizzlies series, man. Best second round matchup or series um, in these playoffs. Absolutely. And it's going to end up being it. Nah, of course. Talk your shit, y'all. Talk your shit. As you guys can tell, we are hyped after this game because Ja Morant was Ja Morant. It was, it was as simple as that. Um, you can get into the technicalities of how this game went on. Um, Memphis fucking blew, busted that door wide open in the beginning. Um, and I was very curious to see how long they could, how far they could push it uh, while, while keeping the Warriors in zero. They didn't reach double digits. It's cool. And... Um, yeah, you can already tell off the bat that tonight was going to be a fucking game. And there's a lot of things I want to touch on, but I'll let Erwin speak a little right now. Which, which, what thoughts you got, bro? Um, Look, in games like this, this is where your superstar talk makes sense. Uh, because when Golden State, uh, not Golden State, when uh, Memphis looked dead in the water, shit was going bad. J- Triple J fouled out. I'm like, and then they were showing like that Karen, you know, in the in the in the camera, like 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 that, looking like all serious and stuff. I thought, damn man, Memphis is fucked. You know, they're gonna go down 2-0, going state, man. Going run with it during those championship traits, man. Steph Curry, dagger after dagger after dagger, pool doing his damn thing, and then you know what happens? Ja Morant, fucking. 22 year old superstar coming to the fucking rescue like layups threes putting the game in his back pocket like literally like he's like you know what man Triple J uh, fouled out I don't give a fuck who fouled out I'm still here yeah and he just took the game over and that's the control that we need and I'm like when Jaw can do this on a consistent basis watch it's over out it's like over. he'll be like undisputed the best player in the NBA yes like like that um, like at 22 and if, like maybe the undisputed but definitely in the conversation of best player in the game because I know size wise it'll always get brought I up I don't in give a shit about size man um, like, I'm that, kinda the same like he might be 6 foot 2 6 foot 3 but he I, plays I, like I, a 6 he, 5 guard no man he plays 6, six guard he plays like a 7 footer man no he doesn't no he doesn't I don't know that no no I'm just talking shit gotta get that dick out but yeah he he just did it go watch our last reaction I said Jason Tatum finally coming into the mold of the superstar that we've been waiting for him to be. Um, and now, I one thing I emphasized with uh, Tatum in the last, in this last, uh, well, the game that happened tonight for the Celtics and um, Bucks, is like he's looking like the superstar that can take control of the games. The crazy part is, John Moran is already there at only 22 and the crazier part is that he's been showing signs of that even up to last year and that's why i was so high on him like we got the receipts check out our next face in the nba where we we talked about this twice already and one we did one wholly dedicated on jaw and the first one i had to bring up jaw and this was before jaw was like even on people's radar like he was already in the nba but like 
yeah, he wasn't on anyone's radar as like, oh shit, the next face of the league. And I was like, yo, y'all are missing this gem right here. Watch, he, he has serious potential. And yeah. these playoffs, remember, playoffs, playoff games have way more significant value than any regular season game. I don't give a fuck what regular season game happens. Way more value. And I'm going to put a card right over here. I know he hasn't closed the gap completely as of yet. But y'all motherfuckers better start having some second thoughts when you guys were roasting us a new one saying, Luca by four is like a lot better than Ja. Where the fuck did you put Ja above Trey or like above yeah. like we're doing a, a cut one. And we Just, stated in those ranks, uh, we do take future trajectory uh, a little into the into the into the uh, judgment equation. of that, yeah. yeah. And you see it playing out right now. And it's just these. But that's the thing. I would say John Luca, man. I really think, and I think I even said this before in the in the NBA face video that mm -hmm. uh, I think they might end up being the two badly now as the next face of the franchise, or. Um, It'll be like a Larry and 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 I was supposed to say Kareem, Larry and, and Magic type of uh, uh, like that, uh, fuck rivalry. Yeah, and not even like a rivalry, rivalry, but like, um, yeah, like just faces of the league rivalry because there's so many things to take into account. Both they're super young, mm -hmm. they're both immensely talented already at a young age, immensely refined at a young age. And then there's going to be a lot of comparisons of like American versus international, even black versus white, uh, college versus uh, professional league at a young age. You know what I mean? Like there's so many things. A prodigy versus someone that rose from the ashes that, you know, underrated, which is kind of a lot of what Larry and Magic was. Larry was supposed to be the prodigy and Magic was the kind of like underrated one yeah yeah and, of and who ended up getting more uh chips so yeah but all right putting that to the side one thing i do want to bring up a lot in this game is not only did jaw do this in the playoffs but he did it against the golden state warriors guys yeah now it would be even more impressive if, they, if he does this at chase center in golden state's house if he has a game then all fucking talks aside like that say he's already a top maybe if you want, some argue top five, but already undisputed top eight player in the league, I would say, if he if he ends up doing some shit like that throughout this playoff run. And uh, one thing I have to bring up is, this was in my back back of my mind the entire time watching this game, especially mm -hmm. towards the end. Mm -hmm. um, did you watch Draymond Green when he appeared on Inside the NBA on TNT? I believe so, yeah. So Draymond appeared on the show. If you guys uh, haven't seen it, Search on YouTube after you watch this video. Draymond Green goes on the show the day after he got ejected, and he talks about the ejection. But one thing that really stood out was after they they uh, talk about the ejection, they start talk, talking to him and asking him about the series, the game, the opponent, you know, Memphis and all that. And Draymond brought up something that, like, we've pointed out. One thing that the Warriors have a lot over this Memphis Grizzlies thing is experience. And Draymond brings up how, like, um, we already know that they're going to go on the runs. We're going to go on our runs. The only thing we're going to make sure doesn't happen is that unlike the Minnesota-Memphis uh, series, we're not going to let them go on like a 20-something, 20 26-0 run or anything like that. But they'll have their 8-0, 9-0 runs. We'll have our 8 That's just how the game goes. That's why you learn not to freak out because you already know what to expect. You already know what comes. And I was like, okay, good point. Good point. And like, that was like, you know, kind of common sense. But then he brought up something that's very interesting that really got me thinking about this series. And he said that he's... They feel very at home when they're in Memphis. And the reason for that is because um, 
when they when they uh when the warriors came into this fruition of the dynasty warriors uh they did it versus memphis we're talking about what, what was their nickname um, the gr- gridiron, uh, uh, grit and grind, G- grit and grind, grind city. So that Memphis squad, he said, like that's what. Once they got that first series win, to then that was that first milestone where everything propelled, and then they became the Warriors that we know today. Yeah. So yeah. he said, there's like that nostalgia and also very comfortability of like going against this Grizzlies team and going against them at home. And I was like, that's a very interesting, I don't know, insight into the psyche of him and the locker room because he said a lot of them feel that way. Um. But then so, what I'm thinking about with this game, the reason I, I preface all this is because as I'm watching the end of this game, especially, I'm starting to think, shit, only time is going to tell, obviously. But wouldn't it be interesting if this series is what ends up being the vice versa of what Draymond said, mm-hmm. and that ends up being what happens for this Memphis squad and John Morant? Like, if they beat the Warriors in this series, at that point, that's what might be what busts open the door for the next few years of a Memphis Grizzlies run. Maybe not Dynasty, who knows, it's too early to say, but like nice little run of like always being deep playoff runs, maybe finals appearances, maybe a championship. And it would all start with this Golden State Warriors after how they're feeling going against this Memphis team. You know what I mean? No, absolutely. Um I mean we shall see. Uh one thing I do want to take a look at further into some BT stats time, what went on. Alright, let's start off with the winners. MVP of the game, John Morant, 47 points, plus 13 on the floor, only two turnovers, three steals, eight assists, eight rebounds, 12 of 13 from free throw, yes, 12 of 13, 5 of 12 from the three, 15 of 31 from field goal. Now, I do want to point out, that is something I knew this was going to be dangerous for this uh, Grizzlies team is that right off the bat, you can see that they were leaving Ja open and giving him a little more room from the from the perimeter, and he was taking advantage of me. He's like, all right, you guys are going to fuck with me like that? I'm going uh, I'm to start I'm taking a- shots early and try, you know, yeah, get, get shit going. And he start early on, he was like, it was like he better than it. average, and I was like, okay. Yeah, okay. If he gets it, if he, yeah, if his shots is wet in this game, then we got ourselves a matchup. Yes, sir. And um, another thing was... <clears throat> something that makes John Moran very special I think this doesn't get brought up enough and this is why way I can't tell you what video I said this in but I said like John Moran reminds me of a young Flash and yeah, everybody reminds you of Flash no, 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 no. <laughs> what else have I said that for uh, Donovan uh, oh yeah oh well, then I was like two three years ago yeah I don't think about that with Donovan no more you think, <laughs> about, you think about you think about that Jamal Murray as well uh, no did I oh I was like what no, no, I'm just talking shit but uh, with Ja, it's I remember I brought up the acrobatic thing. But the reason, the other reason I think of like legit really see him as a young flash is that he's a small guard. Dwayne Wade is small. He's like six three, six four. They list him as six four. Everyone says he's six three. But okay, we'll, even we'll go with six four. Dwayne Wade at that height was one of the. I don't know if he was ever a blocking leader, but one yeah. of the blocking leaders. Number two, <laughs> number two all time in uh, yeah in blocks. Defensive, uh, pariah. Because even though he was small, he was he wasn't a small guard. He was he was built. He had a nice size to him, and he could jump like a fucking 
I can't even think of a simile right now. I don't know, man. Like, uh, whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever jumps what, high. Whatever jumps high is like fuck, a you fucking know, air bud. Dwayne, Wade, Dwayne Wade's right, <laughs> air bud, man. Come on, man. Don't insult Dwayne Wade like that, man. But fuck? like Ja does that. And the reason I'm bringing it up is that like, you guys see that eight rebounds. And like Ja, you guys already can tell with the highlight dunks, the guy can fucking, sp- he's a springboard off the floor. Yeah. And like, but on top of that, you see him get blocks. You see him get rebounds you, and even though he's a small guard that is crucial to having a guard um so yeah that's oh, also what makes him special speak, it's not just the offensive highlights and shit speaking of blocks i know uh, jaw's gonna get 90 percent of like the spotlight but that block that melton did on steph curry in terms of end of the yeah. fourth quarter i'm like damn <laughs> that was important too that was that, that, that was that, a, a clutch that, block that definitely like you know it's like like go and stay like fuck you're not stealing this game yep it's like, and then you guys see everybody here I'm not even getting too deep into it I'm sorry listeners but like you got three other players that scored in double digits everybody else single digits Desmond Baines uh, back back to uh, reality he put up five points but still plus he's down on the floor with one assist six rebounds one of four from three two of seven from field goal and he still and he also had two uh, turnovers mm-hmm. and then like Erwin said JJJ he still put up 12 points plus four while <clears throat> not being able to be there full time. And Brandon Clark, 10 points, minus 17, one block, one steal, three rebounds. Four, four from field goal, uh, two or two from free throw. So, <clears throat> yeah, the under underrated uh, MVP, I'll give him a shout out, is Williams over here with 14 points, plus eight on the floor, one assist, five rebounds, four of eight from three. Yes, 50% from three. And five of nine from field goal. But as you guys can tell, in a game that only had 106 points, Josh scored almost half of them. No, yeah, absolutely. half of them. That's insane. Crazy ass stuff. So, and he's only 19. <laughs> and he's only 19. <laughs> and then we got the Warriors with the fat L. Um, Curry put up 27 points, minus 11 on the floor. He had five turnovers, eight assists, nine rebounds, two of two from free throw, three of 11 from three, 11 to 25 field goal. Clay Thompson, 12 points. He was also two of 12 from three. So it was a poor shooting night. If you guys want to know how poor shooting night was for the Warriors, they, as a team, made 18% of their of their uh, threes. And that is rounding right, because it's 18.4. You round that, that is... 18%. See, there you That's go, man. You're insane. learning something new here in BTD, man. More reason why you got to subscribe to us, man. Yeah. Like, see, you're learning new stuff. But you guys see Jordan Poole still put up 20 points. One of six from three, but he was eight for 16 on the floor. But obviously, you guys can tell whether you watch the game or you're just catching these uh, highlight stats and us talking about it right now. Yeah. Uh, it was not a good game for the Warriors, but even though it was not a good game, they, they could have still taken this home. And that's why in the end... I know what I said earlier, like, ooh, maybe we'll look back on this and this ends up being the gate, <clears throat> the the opening gates for, for Memphis's future run as a possible dynasty, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry, it's just, so, it's, it's not going to happen, and I'm super high on Josh's performance in this game, but like, I'm going to be objective and bring him back to reality. He's going to have Golden State taking this Yeah, series. yeah, for sure. How many games? For sure. Um, honestly, this series can go to seven. Okay. This series can go to seven, but what what'll really, really, really make me be more affirmative of like um, if it goes to seven or six? Because I I think at the very least Grizzlies take two games. Okay, um, is how game three plays out. Like even if the Warriors win, if it's a close game or even if it's a fight, um, then I'll be like, okay, 
Memphis can take it to seven. But if it's a fucking blowout or or if it's just a game that uh, the Warriors win with like that dominance of like, oh, it was their game the entire time, no matter how quote unquote close the, the score seems, mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, yeah, Memphis is gonna lose in six. So that's what's really gonna gonna play out. If I'm if I'm Ja, if I'm Memphis, if I'm the coach right now, my biggest worry is we have to win game three because you're going back home to the loudest or one of the loudest arenas in the entire league. Um, actually. Shout out, go watch this Colin video. He had this great um, breakdown on why the Chase Center may be one of, if not the loudest uh, arena in the NBA. Mm-hmm. And a big uh, reason for it is because it has young people. It has young people that make a lot of money. So it has these young people that are being able to buy these expensive ass tickets in a renovated uh, arena. Mm-hmm. And still be there, and they're the ones with the energy, the youth, the soul to you know be loud during the games, as opposed to anywhere else. When they get renovated, you you need the tickets rise up in prices. So what do you have? You Old have people. older people at the game because they're the ones with more disposable income. So I was like, damn, that's a good fucking uh, uh, insight right there. Yeah, it's a very good observation. Um, shout out to Collins team because I'm pretty sure Collins not doing all his research by himself. No, for real. But yeah, he just but he props to him. He does break it down very. Uh, I like that actually <clears throat> Yeah So that'll be very interesting To see how it plays out Seeing Jaw Desmond Bain JJ Triple J um, <clears throat> In there And How they perform However One thing that You will have We will have to watch out for is Warriors Lost Gary Payton the second um, Obviously he's not Clay, Steph, or Draymond Or Poole Or Poole <laughs> I know, right? but uh, damn, they got way too many people. Fuck, <laughs> y'all know there was a graphic that I liked, man. Splash Brothers and uh, in a new pool. I'm like, what? Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that's it. And um, he is vital to this team, and he's very vital against this matchup because out of the four we just, the other three we just met, actually the other four we just mentioned, Pool, Curry, Draymond, and Clay. Mm-hmm. He's the quickest. He's the snappiest. He's the you know. Yeah. And this Memphis team is young. They're fast. They can run that full court no problem for way too long. So I'm kind of interested to see how it plays out. But in the end, I do expect everyone else to step up. I mean, these are people with championship pedigree. Um, Wiggins. Maybe it's time you have. Yeah, it's fine, man. It could be a chilling. Game, a serious game. You know, you ch- did make All Star this year. That's uh, nice. That's why don't you uh, prove it to everybody else why you were considered a quote unquote All Star? <laughs> Not even quote unquote. You were an All Star, but like Tyler Hero. <laughs> you know how it is. Tyler Hero should have been that All Star. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, Andrade pretty much said everything I wanted to say. Um, the only thing I want to add is if it goes seven, uh, this is the reason why you fight. You fight for home court, and if it goes to seven, I think the Grizzlies are gonna take it. Um, but I don't think it's gonna get to that. Damn! Point. If it goes to seven, you think the Grizzlies will take it? Yeah, man. I like, think I get to be at home, but shit. I'm telling you, man. Like the last thing you no, want. No, no, they yeah, they playing different. They, they got they, they kind of like Phoenix Suns last year, you know, on this run that like you're just like oh shit, and yeah. then like a lot of times you're like oh, but they don't got the experience. Yeah, mind, but, mind but, but Phoenix has TP3, but sometimes you just you just but go. that that you goes good go. and bad. Like um, they they. They got nothing to lose. So yeah. it's like they're going to... It's like and this this team has no fear. So the only thing that the lack of experience is going to kill them in is they got... They're bringing this up in the, in the, during the broadcast. 
Um, Memphis was able to get away with a lot of mental errors versus Minnesota because Minnesota, it was like the first time in the playoffs in a long time. No, facts. You cannot have these fuck-ups, these, that these slips versus a tested team like Golden State. No. If they can ponerse las pilas and get like, you know, tightening that up and they play center seven, they win. And here's one thing. But I think it's going to be Warriors in six. Even even if Memphis ends up losing this series, as a as a Grizzlies fan, like if I was a Grizzlies fan, I would be very happy with that L, because if there is any matchup that your squad could could gain the most from, it's playing against a Warriors team like this. Yeah. Now next year, whatever happens for the Grizzlies this team moving forward, next year in the playoffs, y'all already faced hard earned W's too so like you know it's not like it's been a sweep of just you know it's different when they're hard earned when you have at least a couple hard earned W's and performance and stuff mm-hmm. it's like y'all faced a, a former dynasty who like technically is still has a lot of that DNA in them you know yep, what I mean still same true. coach still same quad no tri- uh, core trio and yeah, yeah. you guys you guys Lucky. But, but anyways, guys, uh, let us know in the co- in the comments where you guys. Do you want to close? I was saying, I'm sorry, Pelicans. Yash, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what Zion does moving forward. John Morant is easily, easily the best draft pick out of that draft already. Okay. And moving forward, five, ten years out, we're gonna see it. John right. Morant was the pick. Let us know what you guys and think. Tyler Hero second. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> let us know what you guys think, man. In the comments, do you guys think with this guy's blasphemy? Tyler Hero second. Well, no, maybe. Actually, yeah, no. come on, man. I thought you were joking. That, that, Who else that, that, in that draft stood up? Like, unless Zion comes back nasty, then yeah, because Zion's second, but okay. I think Tyler's going to Yeah, I thought it was third. Um, anyways, Warriors fans, how are you feeling after after this? I think you should be feeling good, man. You stole game one. You guys are chilling. Yeah, and uh, you guys lost the game that you guys didn't even perform too well in, so it's like... Exactly. Uh, Grizzly fans, how are y'all feeling? And um, uh, before I sign it off, guys, uh, we are going to be doing uh, reactions to most of the games, so stay yeah, tuned. Like 95% of 90, 95%. Um, so we definitely got you back. And Turn that bell notification on, so as soon as that reaction goes up, boom, y'all got it. And we tend to post them half an hour to, to an, hour an hour after, after the game. Anyways, guys, appreciate all the love and the hate. You guys already know Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, all podcast streaming platforms. We'll catch you guys soon for not later.